0: Hello, my name is Cheryl G, and I'd like to welcome you to the Emmaus of Bus podcast. This week we will begin a new series entitled, We Overcome. Revelation 12, 11 instructs us that we overcome the devil or the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. But how do we as believers effectively apply both in order to maintain the victory that Jesus died for us to receive? This is the question that we will begin exploring this week. So let's get started and begin part one of this series entitled, We Overcome. The title of this episode is called, Do This in Remembrance of Me. We'll be reading today from Luke chapter 22, verses 19 through 20. But first, let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your great love that you have towards us. You know the beginning and the end and have made a way through Jesus Christ so that we can come boldly into your presence and ask for the grace and the mercy that we are definitely in need of each day. Thank you for your wisdom and your great provision. You are Jehovah Jireh and you provide for us things that we do not even know that we need. Help me, Holy Spirit, to effectively reveal this revelation about communion and remembrance that if received can help us be free from guilt and shame and condemnation while also purifying our souls so that we may prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. Humble me, Lord, and only have me speak those words given to me to say by the Holy Spirit. Not my words, Lord, just yours. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So let's read Luke chapter 22, verses 19 through 20. And he took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise, also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. This scripture takes place at the last supper that Jesus has with his disciples before his crucifixion and resurrection from the dead. I believe that Jesus wanted to impart to them a message about how to remain focused so that they could remain and overcome in the world. You see, the Bible instructs us that we should keep our minds stayed on Christ. This can be difficult when we commit sin because sin has a remembrance that is attached to it. You probably know this by your own experience um, when you have sinned. You notice that the remembrance of sin keeps coming back, even though it has been years ago that you committed it. Um, In Hebrews chapter 10, the nation of Israel had the same issue. Every time they committed a sin, an animal sacrifice was required by the law. With that sacrifice then was a continual reminder of the sin that they had committed. Also, on the Day of Atonement, the high priest would have to go in for the nation every year and present a sacrifice. So sin carries with it a remembrance. Further in the chapter, however, we learn that when Jesus came, he offered himself as the perfect sacrifice. And because he did, because he did not commit any sins, he only had to do his sacrifice once. This communion meal or the communion meal then is a reminder of the one-time sacrifice that Jesus made with his body and blood. When we by faith then partake of the communion meal we remind ourselves of his perfect sacrifice and how through grace we have been saved, set free, and delivered from death. When we take communion We are sanctifying our souls, which includes our mind, body, will, and emotions. In other words, you do not have to keep going over the sins that you committed or keep remembering the ones that were committed towards you. Jesus, with his sacrifice, his one-time sacrifice, went in and cleared all of the accusation that was brought against you by the enemy. When we remember Jesus and his sacrifice, it has the power to completely deliver us from the memories and shame brought on by sin. It helps us to become more grace conscious than sin conscious. So perhaps today you're carrying the remembrance of your own sins or even worse, you're carrying the remembrance of sins that were committed against you. The person who sinned against you are long gone. But you're still dealing with the after effects of what's of that sin, that guilt, that condemnation, the shame and the unforgiveness that's present in your life because of that sin. I'm going to pray with you today that you will have the faith to replace your remembrance and consciousness of those sins with the remembrance of Jesus Christ, his broken body and his blood shed for you. Take those sins and effects of sins to God right now and confess them before him. In Matthew 28 verse 11, Jesus invites us to come to him, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The remembrance of sin is just that, labor. But the remembrance of grace is rest. Today, loose yourself from the accusations mounted against you by the The enemy, the accuser, the devil, the accuser of the brethren and be free because he whom whom the son set free, Jesus Christ, is free indeed. This prayer is for those who would like to receive Jesus as their personal savior today. But it's also for those who are already in Christ and just need a reminder of their salvation. Repeat these words after me. Today, Jesus, we lay before you those sins and remembrance of sin that are keeping us from fully receiving your grace today. We ask for your forgiveness and receive the abundance of grace that you died for us to receive. Thank you, Jesus, for the victory You secured for us at Calvary. We are now seated with you in heavenly places and are thankful that you are our personal Savior forever. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. If this is your first time praying the prayer of salvation, welcome to the family. Make sure that you ask the Lord to lead you to a Bible-believing, Holy Ghost-filled church where you will um, have fellowship with other believers and continue to grow in your new relationship with Christ. For those who are already saved, let the communion meal remind you of Jesus' sacrifice for you. Before I end this podcast, I'm going to leave you with a scripture um, that... uh, I want you to meditate on and it's found in Acts 2 verses 46 through 47. And it states, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. During the beginning of the church, the disciples went from house to house, breaking bread or holding communion daily. I ask that the Lord reveal to you that we are also in the last days and times um, where we need a daily reminder or memorial that Jesus has already paid the price for us. This may go against what you've been taught about communion and where it's only supposed to take place inside of church. But this verse lets us know that the communion meal was also taken in homes. I pray that the Lord will give you a new revelation about communion and to see it more through it being a reminder of what Christ did for us instead of a religious ceremony that you do only in church. More and more, God is revealing to me that we are not effectively administering this to help our infirmities, as the Bible calls them, or weaknesses. And that if we begin to see communion through God's eyes, then we will see that it delivers us from trying to save ourselves. It causes us to rely on the finished work of Christ Jesus to overcome obstacles in our life. It gives a new dimension to Revelation three twenty, which reads, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Thank you for listening to this podcast, Emmaus or Bus. I pray that you will join me next week for part two of this series entitled We Overcome in which we will discuss how we overcome by the word of our testimony. Have a blessed week.